Hello and welcome to another episode of Be Kind, Be Positive, Be Yourself. Today is episode 64. Today we're going to get into the complexity of self-care. So recently I was in a class, uh, I have two online classes that we do through Zoom, and I was in a class on Wednesday night, and my professor, you know, shout out to my professor because she's been doing a really lovely job of checking in with us, you know, before each each week, you know, that we get going into the academic side of the class. She checks in on us, we do some community building, we talk, we kind of just have an open open space to be honest, kind of what we're feeling, and, and let everyone have a, a share of, you know, that community sense and, and that feel of community, so that's been really nice. She brought up a really cool uh, picture, visual, that we talked about in class, and it was titled The Complexity of Self-Care, and it was, I even told her this, it was something that I had never thought about. Right, I I remember talking about the podcast, um, talking in the podcast about self care, and kind of when uh, I was going to therapy and when everything was kind of getting a little rocky in in 2018 and 2019, I I really needed to focus on self care, and it wasn't until Wednesday that apparently I had no idea how complex and much deeper self care was and is, and that I'm still learning about it, and I think that the beautiful part about self care is that. Well, there's a lot of beautiful parts. One of the beautiful parts that I'm thinking about is that it's very unique for all of us. It's self-care. So all of us are going to, we might have some overlapping similarities in self-care, and we might have, you know, a lot of unique differences, and that's totally healthy, and that's okay. Um, but, you know, it's so unique, and another thing is that I don't think it stops evolving. I think that our self-care looks different during different periods of our lives, you know, this last like year for me has been really good, and I feel like my self-care has been pretty good, and I haven't had to really focus on it as much. But 2018 and 20, you know, started 2019, I felt like I really didn't know what it was. I feel like I really had to check myself and, and make sure I was staying on top of my self-care. But she put, my professor put up this, this visual, and it broke it into two cat into four categories, but the two I'm going to talk to you about today are called self self soothing. I can never say that self soothing and self care, right? So it really did a nice job of breaking these two pictures up. And so self soothing says activities that provide distraction and or comfort in difficult times, and then self care says activities that help you find meaning and that support your growth and groundedness. So I had never seen it broken up into two. I just thought self, self-care self was just all how you take care of yourself, right? But this is saying that self-soothing is those activities that they give you distraction or they give you comfort. And in my mind, and it says during difficult times. And so self-soothing to me feels like a little bit like, what do you do on the surface level? You know, and it lists some activities and I'll read them to you. It says TV binging, bubble bath, fancy beverages, singing loudly, cuddling, exercise, time off from home responsibilities and childcare, fresh flowers, getting out into nature. Now, obviously, these are not all of the self-soothing that you can do. Like I said, very unique differences. And uh, there's so many opportunities for self-soothing activities. Um, And we all have our different ones. I know that you know, for me, I really like to watch YouTube. I think that that would fit into my self-soothing category. Um, I definitely like to listen to music. I think that that would also be a self-soothing. Self-soothing feels like 
those things, those quick activities, not even quick sometimes, those activities that are going to make you feel better, but you still might wake up tomorrow feeling, feeling down, right? And I remember in 2018 when I was really, really struggling with just trying to, you know, focus on myself and really I had a lot of questions in my life and there really wasn't a lot of self-soothing or self-care going on now that I reflect back, but there were, there was no self-care going on. I eventually got around to trying to, you know, start to better myself in the area of self-care. But when it came to self-soothing, it was a lot of YouTube, music, and that makes so much more sense now to me that you, it's broken up, you know, and, and you don't have to agree with this method or you might tweak it. And that's totally, you know, healthy. That's totally cool. Um, just This just makes a lot of sense to me and I wanted to pass it along and share it. So self-soothing those activities. And it also says that some of the activities, like you're going to hear when I list the self-care ones that they have, there's, there's some that are in there twice. There's one that I see in there twice. And so these are activities for self-soothing that, like I said, for me, probably YouTube and listening to music are two that, and probably honestly watching sports. Sports makes me happy. Um, it's a, you know, a good part of my life. And I do think that's self-soothing. So those are the activities that provide distraction and and comfort and make you happy during those those tough times. But for me, it, it feels a lot like I could do my self-soothing activities every day and still not feel complete inside. Do you know what I mean? I, I still could wake up on a day and just randomly be in a, in, a, in a dark mood or really not in a good mood. So that helps me introduce this idea of self-care. And the way that they describe it is activities that help you find meaning and that support your growth and groundedness. So when I think of this, you know, I'm not going to binge on YouTube. And that's that's really, I'm going to watch YouTube, but realistically, that's not going to help me get over problems that I need to address within my heart and my mind, right? It's not going to fix things that are detrimental to my mental health. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Right. So I think that's where self-care slides right in. And the activities that they had listed in the visual were going to therapy, meditating, taking ownership of your finances, exercise, saying yes and no when you really mean it, yoga, getting medical care, napping, eating well for your body, massage, setting and keeping boundaries. So what do you feel when I list those activities? What do you feel? Do you see the differences between those and the self-soothing activities? Are you thinking about your self-care activities? What kind of activities do you do that really help you find meaning in your life, that support your growth and groundedness? That's the key right there for me when I read it. And going to therapy helped me find a lot of meaning when I did it back you know, over a year ago. When I did that, it really helped me find my meaning. Um, gave me that boost to find my meaning. Honestly, it didn't fix everything, but it helped me it gave me another avenue, right? Eating well for me helps. I think that would be self-soothing for me. I'm not quite sure. That's a that's one that's kind of I could see in the middle. Exercise was the one that was listed twice. 
I think for a lot of people, exercise could be self-soothing. It gives them a little bit of comfort, but it's not going to fix everything. And I know a lot of people that exercise is very important, right? It's a, it's a huge part of their self-care. It relieves a lot of stress, tension, anxiety, and it's so beneficial. So I think that's a beautiful part. Exercise can be either way. It can be in the middle. Um, one that I found interesting was saying yes and no and really meaning it. You know, how many times do we just say yes and we really don't want to do something? You know, there's there's times where it's healthy to say no and we really want to say no and when we mean it. Yoga is one that I know a lot of people, meditating is huge. I think one that I would throw into self-care for me would be journaling. And I think that could be self-soothing, self-care, somewhere in the middle for anyone. Um, journaling could be self-soothing. I think that'd be in the middle maybe for me. But there's definitely... Getting medical care was interesting for self-care. I mean, that's quite literally self-care. You're making sure your body's taken care of so that you can, you know, continue to be healthy. Napping is is one that I thought was interesting. I think that would be self-soothing for me. It gives me a nice relaxation, a nice break. And so I just really love these these visuals. And I'll I'll make sure I post it on my Instagram and I'll try to get it into the link or the bio of this um, podcast episode. I'll try my best to do that. And um she, she, my professor brought this up, and I, I even kind of expressed to the class, I really like this, and I had never thought of the breakdown between self-soothing and self-care. And on, and the title, actually, now that I'm looking back at it, the title of this visual says the unspoken complexity of self-care. And that's really interesting as well, because how much, how often do we really talk about self-care in the first place? And obviously, we don't talk much about self-soothing and self-care, well, for my for my experiences, I had never heard of it. I had never heard of self-soothing, but I've been doing activities that are self-soothing, you know, for so long. So where are you at? How, have you heard of this idea of self-soothing? You know, is that quick activity? I keep saying quick, not the quick activities. Activities that give you comfort in difficult times or they give you the distraction, but they're not gonna they're not gonna fix everything. You know, have you heard of that idea of self-soothing? What are your self-soothing activities that you, you take a second right now and reflect on? Are you, are you making sure that you have some self-care activities? You know, I think it's quite easy. Um, I can only speak from my experiences, but it's, it was really easy for me to have a ton of self-soothing things that distracted me. But when I would get moments to come down from those quick releases of happiness, I would take a reflection and be like, I really don't have any self-care activities and I'm I'm still getting better at self-care. I'm going to be 100% honest, but I just really love this breakdown and I really wanted to share it with you and make sure that you heard it, you could reflect on it and you could maybe tweak some things in your life. Maybe you want to add some more self-care activities. Maybe you want to add some more self-soothing activities because I think that it is possible to be taking care of your self-care and maybe you want to add some self-soothing. And I think that a lot of people run. I know that exercise is in there, but it just has me thinking. I think a lot of people run for self-care and a lot of people run for self-soothing, and I think that's cool. Um, I really like this idea, and I just wanted to make sure to get it out to everyone because I think that it could be really, really beneficial. So with that being said, I hope you enjoyed episode 64. I hope that you are taking care of yourself right now the best you can. One thing I'm thinking a lot about is just make sure you're not too hard on yourself. You know, if you have work from home, if you have responsibilities, they will get done. You'll make sure, I believe in you, you'll make sure you get them done. Just just don't be too hard on yourself. I have a lot of schoolwork that's stacking up right now, and I'm really trying to make sure I, I'm obviously going to get it done. I'm going to do the absolute best I can, 
But I'm trying not to be too hard on myself to kind of go crazy every day trying to get it done. I'm trying to take some breaks, you know, just make sure you take some breaks. And let's look at our self-soothing and self-care and, and let's let's continue to grow. I did want to share that, you know, when this episode drops, um, the probably the timing of this episode dropping Sunday morning is very close to... Um, the podcast episode or the podcast giveaway, excuse me, 50,000 plays, which is exceptionally heartwarming and it really inspires me, fires me up a little bit. Um, 50,000 plays. I can't thank each and every one of you enough. I wanted to make sure I thanked you on this episode because we're doing a giveaway uh, Sunday morning. I did it on my Facebook and Instagram. Um, we gave away some things and I really, I really just love the connections and seeing people how they're affected by the podcast, um, the things they say. I know that that means that they're getting something out of it. And that's really why we started this, why I started it, why I continue to do it, and why I continue to pump it out into the masses, right? Thank you for everything you do for me. I hope that you're getting value from me as well. Um, This journey has been incredibly beautiful, and it's just starting. 64 episodes in. Who would have thought, right? So if you have a chance... Think about our self-soothing and self-care as we go forward. Um, Hop over to Apple Podcasts, give the podcast a review. We're up to 45 reviews, which is also crazy, and it makes me really happy. So if you get time, tell me your favorite episode. Tell me what you get from the podcast. Tell me anything. Um, Just be honest and reflect. So thank you very much, and especially during these times, but as we move forward, never forget to be kind, be positive, and be yourself.